Welcome to the Illinois Soy Podcast. Enjoy. Today I'm speaking with Kelly Bassett, a central Illinois farmer who grows corn, soybeans, wheat, and cattle with her family. She has worked as an Illinois agronomist in the seed industry and also with University of Illinois Extension as an educator. Kelly holds her master's and bachelor's degree from the University of Illinois in crop sciences. Today, Kelly is going to speak with us about diseases, weed, and pests that we should be watching and monitoring in Illinois right now. Kelly, can you give us a brief overview of what you're seeing in the fields today? Well, soybeans have been off to a great start this season with good planting time frame, but we are seeing a few problems with diseases right now um, in the central part of the state. Not a lot of problems from the insect um, insect front. And then I think from the weed perspective, it all depends on when growers are able to get out and do their first pass of herbicide. So there can be some spotty problems anywhere in the state from a herbicide and weed perspective. What are the most common diseases and insects to look for right now? Well, we are seeing some Phytophthora show up in soybean fields. We've had some reports also of Fusarium and Rhizoctonia earlier. Um, We're also starting to see a little bit of frog eye leaf spot show up in the soybean canopy. So just kind of a myriad of diseases that are showing up dependent upon the kind of weather conditions growers are experiencing in their part of the state. Um, As we've started to see more moisture and weather come across the state of Illinois, we can start to see some other diseases that um, fall in line with wet weather conditions that um, growers will need to be thinking about as the weather um, either stays in the pattern that we're in or changes. Okay. Are there any regional differences from the state north to south? Um, The one thing that comes to mind always from the north to south is the northern part of the state, if we do stay in this wet wet pattern, is that those growers oftentimes deal with white mold, and that's not a problem that's typically seen in the southern half of the state of Illinois. So that would be one of the regional differences that growers in the northern part of the state might see um, this year if we stay in this wet weather pattern. Um, As far as diseases are concerned, otherwise, uh, there's not a lot of difference from the northern part to the southern part or from the insect Um, uh, front as far as north to south. But right now, in general, it seems like the state is picking up a lot of moisture, and we may see diseases that fall in line with that. Um, Things like downy mildew and the white mold, um, the frog eye leaf spot, as I mentioned, showing up. And then sometimes when we have these weather fronts coming through, if we get rain or we get hail, um, pounding rain, we might see some bacterial diseases show up where the soil is splashing onto the leaf of the plant, and then we have bacterial diseases show up. So just a few of the things to look for. As far as insects are concerned, from north to south, as I mentioned, not a lot of differences, but if we stay in this wet pattern, um, we might see things like soybean aphids show up just because those are a lot of times the things that we have when we have cooler weather. Now, I think if the temperatures turn around and we're hot, um, we could look at other things. Granted, it would take a lot of time before we'd see things really dry out from where we're at now, but we all know that in a hot, dry season, you can see things like spider mites, and then along with that, diseases like charcoal rot that can pop up. So really dependent upon what kind of weather we have going forward, a lot of the soybean crop has moved into flowering time frame as we've reached the summer solstice. So we'll have to pay attention very closely as to what kind of things we see from a disease and insect front. Okay. Should growers be spraying proactively to prevent attacks depending on what the weather does? Um, 
As far as my experience goes, things like Japanese beetles, we typically don't see them reach economic thresholds and require any type of application. Now, if there's another pest pressure that's going on at the same time, um, we might look at insect applica- or insecticide applications. Two of the insects that oftentimes require an insecticide application would be soybean aphids, depending on where their populations are, and then also spider mites if we're hot and dry on the opposite side of that spectrum. So those are the two that if you see populations of those, a lot of times we want to get everything ready to make applications if those populations are growing before they get to economic thresholds. At what point do you see that economic threshold to know that you are losing yields. Each insect pest or disease has a different economic threshold set for it. So it's dependent upon what you're scouting for. Obviously with insects that are going to defoliate the soybean plant, we know that they can withstand some defoliation, but um, we have to kind of go off each of those pests, whether it's a disease or an insect to determine how much damage can occur before the plant is going to withstand yield loss. Are there any diseases resistant to fungicides? In the state of Illinois, there's nothing that comes to mind as far as resistant, but one of the things that we need to consider is utilizing multiple modes of action in our fungicides so that we don't see any kind of resistance develop. And that also goes across the line to the corn um, fungicides that we use. We just want to be really proactive about what we're utilizing out there so we don't have any kind of resistance develop. Okay. Will seed treatments protect across foliar feeding insects or diseases? We typically see protection early in the growing season when we have vegetative soybeans coming out of the ground that we'll see protection from infection like Phytophthora, which will then um, protect the plant later in the growing season. But we don't usually see that um, go into the growing season and protect from new infections. And then as far as the insects are concerned, early in the growing season, if we have bean leaf beetle pressure, if we have soybean aphid pressure, it will provide protection at that time frame. But later as we go into the growing season, we're not going to see that same kind of protection from the seed treatments. Okay. Do you have a prediction on what insects or diseases will continue or grow into a problem during the remainder of the season? It's hard to make a prediction based on what the weather could be for the rest of the growing season. As I mentioned earlier, if we stay in a wet pattern, there certainly are going to be diseases and insects that fall in line with that. Things like I said, white mold, downy mildew, frog eye, um, any of those diseases that really like moisture and humidity in the canopy. And then things like soybean aphids might be things that we would look for if the weather stays this way. If we return back to that hot, dry pattern that we were in at the beginning of the season, um, we could always see things like charcoal, um, charcoal rot per se. Um, We might see spider mites. Um, There are things that are dependent on the weather. But as far as growers are concerned, being out in the field is really going to be their eye for what things to look for, because as soon as something shows up, um, it would be great to have that understanding of what's already in the field. Okay. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? I think as far as the growing season is concerned, for growers to make sure that they're out in their soybean fields doing some scouting, oftentimes soybeans are the things that growers don't want to walk because it's harder to be out in these fields when the beans get tall. It's not as easy to walk between the rows. But having an understanding, again, of what's happening in the field is going to help them make any decisions as far as an application of a fungicide or insecticide or understand things that may need to be changed as they go forward um, in future growing seasons. So scouting 
reporting is really the best key in my mind to um, making sure that we're protecting the yield that we have out there and then raising top yields for our soybeans. Well, Kelly, thank you for taking the time to meet with us today and share very important information about what is going on in the fields right now. Again, that was Kelly Bassett, 2018 CCA Soy Envoy, updating us on diseases, weeds, and pest management. If you are interested in this topic and many more soybean management resources, you can visit illsoyadvisor.com to learn more.